Hey guys, Taylor here. Hope you're having a, a, a happy quarantine. I hope you guys are all staying safe out there. Obviously, the next couple of weeks we can't record. People can't come into the studio. But this is going to be great for you because now you get to hear all the weird unreleased stuff I've been holding on to. Uh, this week's episode is Pat Boyle, friend of the show. Uh, this episode was from last season when we were doing the On the Road. So I'm going to talk about being stuck in a van a lot. And then... Um, also, it's a live episode, so I don't I don't know how I justified that. I'm sure I do it in the show. Uh, but this is a really cool episode about the Muppets. Uh, I can't remember why it didn't get released. I think it was because Pat was on scheduling-wise like the week before. Either way, it's a cool episode. It is live, so you're going to hear people, you know, yelling at us and whatnot. Uh, and, then, uh, and then I would definitely listen to the end, because uh, if I remember correctly, there's something... Uh, a little funny about this one. All right, guys, stay safe out there. The top five. Top, top five side ones. Top five records to play on a Monday morning and all that. The top five movies. Here's the top five candidates. Top five dream jobs. What the hell is this? All time. Top five. I like this new intro. Top five. Classic. Welcome to Top Five. We're on the road this week. This is the podcast where every week my special guest picks a topic, then picks their top five in that topic, whether I know anything about it or not. I'm your host, Taylor Metris. We're, we're still riding in that uh, getaway van Alex Jones has kept me in. It's getting weird. It's getting stinky. But fortunately, he seems to be picking up only my good friends. And I don't want to make this man wait. He is sweating profusely in here, just like I am. And I'm you afraid he's going to... I know. I know. I know. Um, so you say you're on the road. Um, yeah, yeah. This week? Aren't you on the road every week if you're in the back of a van? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I'm just letting them know that this week that the episode comes out, I'm on the road. Oh, well, right. It could be anyone's. They might be listening out of order, I Real guess. Real convoluted. You know, I'm not worried about it. Uh, for some reason, I came up with a conceit at the beginning of the season, and I can't make it stop. Sure. Uh, Patrick Boyle's on our show, coming back, returning guest. Yeah, reoccurring guest. Reoccurring I'm gonna guest. I'm going to be a regular Oh, he's going to be weaseling my way into co-host. Oh yeah, Patrick, what, 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 what topic? What topic have you made up here? What have you got for me? So, um, like the Muppets. Yeah, yeah. You want to say um, that into the mic? There you go. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to move away from the mic so I don't breathe into the mic, and I'm going to try to find the sweet spot while I'm doing it. Just tell people to imagine a gorilla's in the studio. Yeah. Well, you turn the fan off, and that covers my breathing. So. Yeah, it's all right. You'll be fine. Don't worry the about it. The equipment's nice this season. He's Isn't got it nice? Production value, the intro. There's a, there's a lot going on with that, too. Yeah, He's yeah, got, cool, like, sound right? bites from previous episodes. Uh, yeah, and, and famous people and shit. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, So, like, if the Muppets were real, um, like, so, the it, what top five Muppets would you want to be real? If any Muppet could be real. But, no, we're not just stopping with the Muppets. Mm-hmm. It could be, like... Any Jim Henson creature, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, like, you could pick, uh, I don't know, like, the fridge from Dinosaurs could be, like, in your top five. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the fridge had, like, a thing in it, right? The, f- the fridge, I think, had, like, 
five things of its own. So yeah. um, let's. I liked the left hand of the fridge. Mm-hmm. That's uh, my number five. Okay. No. Oh, yeah. So. I was like, oh, I guess we're getting right in. What? No, no. <laughs> what? Aside from drugs, what led you to this this decision to bring in this topic? Um. I uh I I don't know. Um, I just thought it'd be funny. It is. It is funny. And and so. Sorry, I'm still Everyone stuck knows the, the Muppets. Everyone I, knows these are characters we grew up with and loved. But you want. You just want that little extra. You want them to be a real thing. Yeah. At least five of them to be a real thing. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I mean, there there's so many Muppets, so many Jim Henson's creatures. You can probably, um, like, you can come up with five that you want, like, to hang out with that I, you wish were real. I had five right away. Okay. Yeah. Because when you think of your Jim Henson creatures, a lot of them are your friends. Like, yeah. when you're a kid, you're like, oh, I know. I know. Animal? Animal's my friend. Yeah, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Or Dave Grohl. Well, Dave you, know, I mean, you my watch, friend. The, you Muppet, watch right? the Muppet Show and you invite these, uh, you invite the cast into your home. Sure. Every week. Every week. You know, and it's like they're, they become a part of your family. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. That's real beautiful, Pat. Did you watch the Muppets reboot? I did. <laughs> it was good. It lasted I liked like it. one season. It was great. Yeah, it was bullshit. Because uh, I really enjoyed it. It was like 30 Rock meets the Muppets. Yeah. It was like the Muppets if they were doing the Muppet show in a modern studio. Yeah. I just didn't like how they kind of advertised it like it was the office for Muppets. I didn't think of it that way, but you're no. probably right. I never yeah. watched The Office. Never seen it. Uh, it's boring. Uh, probably. Yeah, it's real boring. <laughs> Patrick, speaking of things that are not boring, what is your number five Jim Henson creature you wish was real? Oh, man. The most boring one. Um, I wish Janice was real. Janice from... Uh, Dr. Teeth and the Electric Mayhem? Yeah. Like with the big lips? Yeah. <laughs> nice choice. I know, right? Why did I know her name? <laughs> I mean, she's a integral member of Dr. Teeth. Is this because she put you through puberty? What's going no, on? No, no, no. I just think Janice is cool. I like, uh, she's, she's cool, funny. Man. So like, yeah, man, you know, yeah. yeah. Man. But like, uh, Janice has like a reoccurring bit where like, if there's a lot of commotion going on, like once it dies down, like she'll be continuing on with like another like non sequitur like conversation that has nothing to do with what they're all arguing about. And I think that's amazing. That is a nice. Now that you mention it, I can totally think because the band will break into chaos and she'll be like, and then it was down there saying, oh, oh, we're done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly it. No, that's cool. She is an integral. Does she sing? She play bass? What does she? She sing backup? I don't. I um, don't know. I don't know what she. She does. looks like a bass player. Like I feel like there's that hippie chick bass player in almost every band of at least of that era, or at least in my dreams. Yeah, absolutely. It's like it's a, uh, it's a archetype that is well tread. Um, bass guitar, regular guitar, electric guitar, paddle. Sorry, our our audience is playing charades with us. What is it, audience? Scooter says she plays lead the heroine. She is the lead guitarist. And you know what? And I relegated her to bass. I'm gonna have to go ahead and re-examine my prejudices. In addition to the guitar, Janice has also played the ta- tambourine with the mayhem. Okay, I've seen her play a tambourine and the trumpeter trombone with the orchestra. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Scooter said she plays the heroine. Oh, I'm positive <laughs> she plays the heroine. Yeah, man, it's cool. Came here. That's fun. I think she's fun. Yeah. Anything else you wanted to talk, tell us? <laughs> no, I'm Sorry, good. Sorry, Maybe good <laughs> what, I want, I'm interested in hearing yours. Like, uh, I know what mine are. All right. Yeah. <laughs> You're the best guest. Please interview me more. Uh, my number five. I'm, like I said, I'm aiming for co-host. My number 
<laughs> my number we only have two mics my number five is uh is the swedish chef pork 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 oh that's good what do you like about the swedish chef well it's fucking shit. uh the sweet <laughs> i like i'm any... gonna out host you at your own podcast <laughs> like any it won't be hard since i was here last i started listening to other podcasts and now i feel like i can just like really <laughs> oh just host me really right under the table yeah uh the swedish fish <laughs> swedish fish the swedish chef is um I like any character who has a catchphrase, mm-hmm. and I like any character that's easy to impersonate. Sure. And because he, sure. you know, hangs out with talking fruit and things like that, uh, the idea of him being just like a grown man, like, you're hurdy furdy bird, bork, bork, and like also having like all of his fingers and having like a mustache and he'll have eyes because the Swedish chef puppet does not have eyes. He just has giant Eyebrows? I think he has eyes, but they're under his they're hat. They're under, are they? Yeah. Because he has big eyebrows and a big mustache. So, like, the Swedish chef is a human. He's, like, a human that's a Muppet. So yeah, yeah, yeah. you I, wish that he was not a Muppet and was actually a human? I want, like, do, I want you, to you see You want to just go full Pinocchio. Yeah, Pinocchio. Yeah. That's what we're doing. Yeah, kind of. Like, so I want to see... What Muppets would you wish Pinocchio on? Mm. <laughs> I want to see the human interpretation of the, basically, the Google Translate twice... Yeah. of the chef so they were like oh what does a swedish chef look like i don't know like this guy great now translate him back into a real human and that's what the kind of weird monster i want to see probably be a nightmare yeah probably but i bet yeah. he'd be super popular i don't know if you've seen cooking shows on youtube but they're off the rails really yeah it's getting weird out there it's hmm. getting weird i don't like it but i i would like it more if the swedish chef was there a bark 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 okay yeah yeah cool that's all i get to say that's my number five it's not a big one no, yeah. I just like Swedish Chef, and I uh, I like to imagine him as a human also having to interact with the talking vegetables and fruits and things. Yeah. They're like, no, don't kill me. And he has to be like, I forget kill you. That's good. That's well, my... I mean, you don't have to defend why you like the thing. This is just why you wish it was a thing. You yeah, know? I just, that's something. These I... are the Muppets that you wish Pinocchio on. <laughs> like, if Pinocchio was a curse, would be like, you're a real boy. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, you think yeah. that's funny, Chef? Well, now you're a real boy. Boom. I like, does he? So, he doesn't speak in the Muppets universe. Do people understand the Swedish Chef? I think it's kind of they kind of get what he's trying so to say. So, if he was a human, would anyone be able to understand him? I don't think so because he doesn't actually speak Swedish. He just goes a hurdy furdy birdy. Do you think he'd be happy as a human? Mm, no, he'd probably be terrible. I don't know. He'd, he'd probably hate it. You think? Yeah, I think so. I think understanding mortality and realizing that he is eating living vegetables that talk and sing to him yeah i think that would be hard on a real human didn't the swedish chef like chickens didn't he have a lot of chickens around there were chickens around yeah yeah. so Ooh. the chickens would still be puppets yeah they would still his be friends puppets. would still be puppets yeah, yeah his friends would still so like be he would be aware that like he's a human and yeah, like yeah. all the things around yeah. him have it'd be like puppeteers. Some, it'd be like some muppets the movie kind of bullshit okay where you're like i'm a muppet or i'm a man or i'm a muppety man oh yeah I haven't seen a movie in a while. Yeah, it's weird. It's real weird. It's weird going back and watching it. Yeah. I used to play in the break room of a job I had, so I've seen it like 900 times. Yeah. Patrick, that's all I have to say about Swedish Chef. And sure. we are making good time. I want to know are about we? your number How four. long do these run? How eh. long do I have to stretch for? Eh, about an hour. All right. <laughs> we can do this. Eh. We'll <laughs> catch up. Here's the thing with podcasting. About, you know... 10, 20 minutes in, you find your rhythm and you forget about it. Oh, all. yeah, for sure. Yeah, you're good. But yeah. you got number four. Number four? Consulting his notes. Number four, I'm going to say, is I'm going to call an audible and I'm going to move this one up a slot. I'm going to say Floyd Pepper. 
Who the fuck is Floyd Pepper? Floyd Pepper is a pink Muppet. Okay. He is a pink Floyd, if you will. Ah. And uh, he plays in the uh, Muppet House Band. Um, he's got like the big mustache. Um, oh yeah, he's got like a low cap. Uh, not big nose. A lot of the. Sorry, we're recording out in the street. Oh yeah, no, there's like roving gangs of motorcycles that just go up and down this block. It's nuts. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, uh, Floyd. I mean, he like what I like about him is that he is clearly a pink Muppet named Floyd, uh-huh. and the last name is Pepper. So it's a mix between like uh, Pink Floyd and Sergeant Pepper. Okay, I yeah. gotcha. And he's in the band. Um, is he in the band? I know that he has like a he is, his skin is pink. He has this big orange mustache. Um, kind of weird eyes. Hang on, I'm looking him up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Floyd's in the band. Okay, so yeah, he's a big he, mustache, orange nose. You, you'd know him if you saw him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sunglasses. Yeah, I wish yeah. he was real. Yeah? Yeah. Just to rock and roll with him a little, or what? Yeah, just, I mean, I feel like he would, he has, like, an interesting worldview. I, um, I would like to hang out with, like, I'd like to hang out with maybe, you know, Floyd and Janice in the same room. I feel like being around that sort of energy would be really cool. I bet they got more stories than Fleetwood Mac, too. Oh, I'm sure. They'd be able to tell you about how, like, Dr. Teeth was always fucking, like, some different roadie every night and how all three of them were cheating on each other with each other. Like, yeah. that's what I kind of imagine that band is so, like. So, like, their life is the making of rumors. Yes, basically, okay. yes. Sure. <laughs> I don't know. That's just kind of how it gets to me. I'm like, you've got one female guitar player, a bunch of dudes, and Animal. And I'm like, I'm sure Animal was too busy being a Keith Moon character. Then. Keith Moon? Keith Moon from uh, The Who. He's the, a drummer. Oh, the dr- oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Is that who he's based off of? Uh, he's based Animal? off of drummers. Okay. Oh, just who, drummers. Who are all horrible human monsters. Okay. No, that's true. No, he's just he's man. Just a wild... Like, there's a lot of digs at our he's, studio audience. He's a John. <laughs> he's a he's a John Bonham, Keith Moon, every drummer but Ringo Starr kind of amalgamation. Let me ask you Dave this: how Grohl. how um how many people do you normally have in a studio audience when you're recording? This is definitely the max. Usually, the we max? only let one or possibly two people in. Are you going to eventually sell tickets for like a live show and have more people? Uh, Should we charge everyone in the room like three dollars? Uh, I've looked into it and I've talked to a venue actually nearby, but I don't know if any of the main hosts of the other shows are um, ready to do a stage show. Oh, whoa. So like you have like multiple podcasts on this network and you try to get them all together for like one night. A... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. One, okay. one, one big night. And I'm like, even if it's fucking we just recoup the house, like that's fine. But, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we will, uh, I haven't really brought it up to them too much, so they might be finding out about this here. Sure, yeah. But I know when I floated the idea, it was, uh, scary. I'm for... interviewing the hell out of you. Yeah. What's your, t- what's your number for? What's my number for you fucking piece of shit? <laughs> <laughs> Game changer. <laughs> He's coming at me so hard. Oh, Christ. Yeah, I feel like my energy is all off. There's too many people in the room, and I feel like I'm hamming it up for the <laughs> wrong should. people. I'm not hamming it up for the people at home. I'm, you're, I'm telling jokes for Mike over there on the corner. You're, you're Mr. Pointy Fingers and Winky Faces, and know, none right? of that's working on the audio medium. No. Uh, my uh, number four is The Worm from Labyrinth. I don't know if you remember this guy, but he was a weird little cockney worm with a, uh, a, 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 a scarf. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he was... um. So his entire job is to show up. He crawls out of a wall right when Jennifer Connelly gets to the labyrinth. And he's like, hello, you want to come in for a cuppa? 
Is and his name Ello? His name is The Worm. Oh, okay. I had to look it up because I'm like, yeah, he's like a caterpillar guy. Yeah, yeah. He's a little furry dude. And I think just as a puppet, he's super interesting because um, all he really is is like two cables and he just moves his head and his mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want to imagine that when I'm suddenly thrown into a dangerous situation by David Bowie, there will be a friendly little worm who's going to offer me like a cup of tea or like just give me some slight direction. Sure, yeah. Or at least just sympathize with me for a minute as I try to get a baby back from David Bowie. That makes sense. Yeah. So you wish the worm was real, and you are imagining the worm is real in a situation where you are in Labyrinth, or you want the worm to be real in our universe? Uh, I would say in our universe, um, Okay. just to be like a friendly face when I'm in some kind of trouble, because that kind of seems like his jam Does to scale up out of a wall. Uh, no, I'll say he's the same size. He's still the same size? I would say definitely the same size just an actual little worm guy who will be like hey what's up man you couldn't probably get very far where would he live where do you imagine this worm lives you know here's the thing that worm is going to show up when i need him the most okay so like when i'm lost drunk somewhere he'll be like oh you want to go that way okay. and i'll be like oh thanks tiny worm or i'll be like outside of some building like i don't know what i'm gonna do about this situation here and he'll like kind of crawl out of a crevice and be like Oh, are you sure you didn't want just a cup? Huh? A little cup of tea? No, for you? Uh, his accent keeps changing. Yeah, I know. I was like, <laughs> my God. That's cool. Yeah. And I just think that would be... So he would still be a British worm here in America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I think that is part of his charm. Okay. He's an immigrant to this country. And he's welcome. And he's welcome. As are all immigrants. Yeah, as long as, you know, they have a... Correct. Don't do it, Permits Taylor. and, so, you know, they don't have... You know, autism or anything, or, you know, they're not oh, going to live off of the social system. Everyone knows how fucking left-wing yeah. progressive I am, so this is fun for me. I like that you have the back, your back to, like, probably the most radical person in this room. I know, and, not a good uh, person to have my back. I'm going to have with a hammer and sickle in my neck. Yeah. Bolt cutters. <laughs> Don't make me spit out this beer. It's like $100. Um, yeah. Oh, man, it's delicious. It's really good. It really is. It's fucking me up. What is this that we're drinking? Hunapu? Hunapu. <laughs> this man literally just laughed himself out of a chair. I've oh, never man. seen it before, ladies and gentlemen. It's I never happened. But that a man laughed himself out of a chair over the name of beer. We're really making some progress here, Patrick. We're moving along at a good clip. And I'm glad you're here. And I'm, I'm glad, glad you're here. I'm glad what? you're bringing this. However, I'm glad I'm here. I live here. It is time for our first break. In the break. back of this van. That's here. right. I've just, I've moved in. You have. I've cons- I've re- resigned to this is just who I am This now. is just your life now. I don't but, know who I was before the van. I don't know who, what I did. You'll never know what you are afterwards because yeah. there is no after the van. It's, it's only the van. Yeah. So, I mean, they, they, they put a hood over my head when they, when they picked me up. Is, do you, is Alex Jones driving this van? Yeah, yeah, he's up front. The but, truck? Yeah, yeah, but the, the thing is, there's like a wall cage kind of be, between us. Okay. Um, so I've just been in here kind of getting driven around. It's not really much way to tell night or day, so I don't know how long I've been in here. I saw a pack of coyotes one night, and then, you know, it started snowing, so I'm not exactly sure where we are or how long it's been. All I know is that I have to keep podcasting or else I will die. Well, it was very nice that he was able to pick up, you know, some friends for a studio yeah, audience as well. Yeah, real weird. I think he's got my phone in a dress book, and he's just going through people. Yeah, that's probably it. Because he has fortunately picked up not only a lot of my friends, but some people from previous episodes and What do you think is his end goal? 
Honestly, I think he's going to make me do a podcast for him, and this is just tenderizing me. Sure. Moral of the story is I will ride this weird mystery science theater idea for the season, at least till the end of the season. But, Patrick, we have to take our first break. Sure. All right. And when we come back, we'll have number three and two of the top five. Top five puppets you wish Pinocchio on. (laughs) Stay tuned. Welcome back to Top 5. Countdown here. Top 5 Muppets You Wish Were Real. Yeah, Jim Henson characters. Jim Henson creatures. Yeah. We were characters. I wish David Bowie was real again. Yeah. So I was going to say, like, <laughs> yeah. he's in there. Yeah. Leave me think about it. Yeah. Patrick, we, we've gotten two Muppet shows. We've gotten three Muppet shows so far. Uh, and elaborate three Muppet worms. shows? We've had three characters from the Muppet oh, show. Okay. And then we've had a, it's a big creepy worm. Yeah, we. I feel like we need to stretch out a little. What are, sure. you, what are you feeling? You feeling stretchy? I'm feeling stretchy. All right. You got one to stretch me out a little bit, or are you going to name another person from Dr. Teeth? <laughs> I got one to stretch you way out, brother. <laughs> this, I'm, I'm digging deep. This is going to be a... Uh, All right, dig right up in there. What do yeah. you got for your... What uh, I got for you? Number four. For number, number three. Number three. Number three. People playing the drinking game at home. I lost track. That means you drink. He lost count on, on the last episode I was in. I, I lost count on every episode. I had to out-host you on that one, too. Yeah, it's every episode. Uh, number three for me is Zoot. What's a, what's a Zoot? Well, Zoot... <laughs> Not allowed to make up Muppets. No, no, Zoot's real. Uh, Zoot is the balding, blue-haired saxophone player, and the <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably named after Zoot Sims, who is uh-huh. a uh, jazz player. Yeah. Um, but Zoot, he is just kind of like an aging, you know, burnout fifty-year-old like musician. You know. Uh, you know, when I look at Zoot with his glasses and bald hair, I always imagine he's kind of like a leftover jazz beatnik kind of guy. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what they were going. For. Got picked up in the uh, electric teeth because they're more of a you know psychedelic sometimes. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they, were, yeah. they were a little psychedelic. You know, it reminds me of kind of like a uh, um, Clarence Clemens, Bruce Springsteen band, where it's like, yeah, he's an, he's an old black guy uh, playing saxophone and like a young working man's rock band. God, that, so that so it's very funny that you brought this up because maybe I told you about this because there is a I saw this record when I was in South Carolina once upon a time, and it was uh, Sesame Street, um, Born to Count. Ooh. And it is a parody cover of Born to Run, mm-hmm. and it's Bert and Zoot on the cover. Oh, cool. um, Kind of like Bruce Springsteen and uh, his Clarence. sax player, yeah. Interesting. And like, uh, there's like a music video for it, because it, it was part of Sesame Street, and you could just like watch it, and like Zoot tears it up on that saxophone. Oh, I bet he does. Yeah. I bet he does. I don't think I've ever seen him have a speaking line before. He doesn't speak much. He... um. His sax does the talking. He blows like mm. small notes. Mm-hmm. It it kind of makes me think of uh, even Blue Lou Marini from the Blues Brothers, where he didn't speak at all. He only played the saxophone. Now, what's the difference between Blues Brothers and Blues Traveler? Um, Blues Traveler is in the second Blues Brothers movie. Um, he's not in the, the that band's not in the first one. Okay. 
because I thought the Blues Brothers were like traveling blues musicians. They were like yeah, yeah. traveling blue. They yeah. were like blues travelers. Well, blues travelers more like a cousin to the Blues Brothers. Okay, because the Blues father is um, uh, the guy who did Minnie the Moocher. Fuck, I can't remember his name. Hmm. Black guy. Yeah, so I like Zoot. Yeah, Zoot's number three. Yeah, that's great, man. Uh, what's yours? Yeah, so do you, so let me ask you the same question. Okay, do you yeah, have yeah. do you have a character to kind of expand us out of this? Um, well, I, I did. Well, there was a crossover with Sesame Street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Bert and Zoot doing the whole thing. You know what? I don't have uh, much. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it back into that Muppet Show because my number three is the Great Gonzo. All right. Yeah. So I what like, made him great? Uh, his stuntman prowess, of course, because he would shoot himself out of cannons. Mm-hmm. You know, blast himself across the stage, and of course his prowess with the chicks were they chickens yes were they the swedish chef's chickens oh damn do you think he was boning the chickens before the chef ate them i wasn't gonna go there with it do you think he's boning them after the chef cooked them no i don't think that no i don't think that you don't think that kind of guy i don't think think thinks that (sighs) well now i'm thinking that Audience at home, go ahead and they send us that, that email if you thought that. Yeah, I never even considered send that. Send us an email if you want me to be on more often. Chicken, because <laughs> I'll I'll come on this podcast like every other episode. <laughs> You're getting your own show, but I'm not on it. God damn it, I'm not doing any more shows. Sure. I said it before. I'll say it again. Three is plenty. Uh, but uh, yeah, so Gonzo. I liked him when I was a kid because I was a weirdo freak, and uh, none of the chicks talked to me either. Um, but then, have people lost their minds? What have, What's going on? What have you done? I don't want to know. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll figure it out later, I guess. I okay, if there's something living... Did Taylor bring something here? She had more. Oh, Jesus. Oh. Um, hmm. I'm freaking out a little. Yeah. Uh, it's the worm from Labyrinth. He heard us. He's coming. Yeah. All over our face, neck, and chest. So, what I like about Gonzo is um, he's essentially invincible... But he continues to try and try again at the stuntman career, which clearly is killing him. Like, it's clearly bad at this. Sure, yeah. I mean, he's a bad stuntman. He's yeah. a bad job. But he that, does like, bad he job. just keeps purporting to be so great right, at right, it. Right, right, right. And, and I think there's something about that, you know, coming at you with a, an empty fist, just, uh, I'm the best because I said I'm the best. He's really manifesting his own destiny. And at one point, he ran a successful toilet business. Really? Yeah, from the Muppet movie. I don't know much about Gonzo, hmm. which yeah. is why I'm glad you're telling me about him because I'm I'm learning a lot. Yeah, it's very interesting, and also he fucks chickens, and that's weird. Like I know his Camilla is his mainstay, sure, but yeah. it is weird that he fucks chickens and no one else in the Muppets fucks chickens, but there are always chickens around. Right. Yeah. Well, the Swedish Chef brings them. Yeah, but his intention is to cook them, and then Gonzo's fucking them, and that's interesting. Because they outright say Camilla is his girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's a chicken. Sure. So he's just filling that cloaca. So um, <laughs> my number two. I don't like the way you're looking at me right I, now. I've sh- I've shake I've been shaking my head for like five minutes straight. You're you're rolling. You're that's <laughs> fair. All right. You know what? What's your number two? <laughs> my number two. Oh well. Do you have anything else you'd like to say about Gonzo? No, I already talked about chicken fucking. I know. They keep fucking that chicken. Keep fucking that chicken. That was uh. Yeah. Um, so number two. Well, I don't even need to look at this. I know my number two. Yeah, I bet I know your number two. Who do you think? Nah, my number two is another one that uh, kind of from the extended universe. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's crossed over into a couple other, um, like Jim Henson, um, 
shows. Mm-hmm. I uh, I'm, my number two is Animal. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like Animal. I think Animal's great. Um, what I like about Animal is that um, he's a drummer. Uh huh. Yeah. I think that like you know he he is kind of like a little bit of like a one note character. You know, he's just kind of like come on, but yeah, you know yeah, he's yeah. like. I think there's a lot of heart to Animal, and that's kind of what get lost in the shuffle. Yeah, you know what I like about Animal is because he's he's such raw physical energy. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. in puppet form, that's just flailing. But I think in human form, or at least monster living monster form, yeah. would be very interesting to see. Because generally, he's just shaking around, and his arms are flapping, and there's a drum kit nearby. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, if so, if Animal was real do you think he'd be more of a human with like long hair or would he just be like whatever I, you know i imagine him as kind of like a wild man with long hair yeah, yeah. But it'd be like it'd be like unkempt unkempt beard everything just just it's like uh, robin williams in jumanji yeah much like that um i would imagine like just uh like a like a picked out beard almost like a very full um scraggly pointy uh, sure yeah yeah i could definitely see that maybe like like short not like a short guy with kind of long arms. So what do you think Gonzo would look like if he was real? Um, well, his nose would be a penis. All right. So um, Animal's great. And uh, <laughs> I'm just not going mean, to... Like, it's your show. Go on. Like, talk more about Gonzo. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. I just... What I, what I like about Gonzo is I really want to see, like, a living creature do the things he does and survive. Because it okay. is... It's masterful to see someone launched out of a cannon and yeah. then come back like cartoon, you know, clothes and shreds, but like still ready to go. Oh, like, yeah, I yeah. did it. And you're like, you almost died. Yeah. So so he's probably got like, so that would carry over from like his Muppetdom to to real life. I, I would. To, to Pinocchio. Yeah, to his Pinocchio you know, existence. That like he would form. still be basically immortal. Yeah, I, I would think so. Okay. I think that's something that's not part of his Muppet powers. Because any other Muppet gets shot out of a cannon. I think it's part of his hurt. Muppet powers, but I think you get the whole Muppet. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah I see you. Yeah. I see you. Animal. Uh, so, yeah, I like Animal. He's cool. Yeah, did you enjoy him in Muppet Babies? Because I believe he was one of them. He was pretty good. I I liked Muppet Babies. I was huge into Muppet there was Babies. A lot, they did like so many parodies of stuff. Oh, yeah. Indiana Jones, Star, Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you name it. That's how I learned Wizard about of half Oz? that stuff. Yeah. Wizard of Oz. Yeah, and I think that's something you don't see in kids' uh, television now. You know, I, I babysit sometimes, and you're not going to see that in, say, the Paw Patrol, who only exist in their own world. They're little puppies that, like, okay. like work together to solve, get people out of jams. Yeah, yeah. But, like, if you watch Bugs Bunny, at some point he's going to turn into Teddy Roosevelt and, like, be like, eh, they did the whatever. And, uh, you know, they'll You think be, that's what's missing from... Yeah, I think that's part of it. If, you know, you're the barber of Seville and... And Bugs Bunny is there rubbing hair, and you hear da 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 da. It's a joke because the song is called "The Barber of Seville," and he's dressed like a barber. Like that's oh. at least a pop culture. Well, I guess that's classical, but pop culture reference. It, it probably was pop culture in the twenties. Oh, I'm sure. And you'll never get a pop culture reference out of most, you know, of your Nick Jr. television shows now because they only exist in their contained world. Okay, so you 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 babysit. You ever watch the show Dinosaur Train? Uh, no, we missed out on Dinosaur Train, fortunately. Okay. I hear it's weird. I just, I, I don't know anything about it. I just heard about Dinosaur Train. I was hoping you had more to say no, about it. No, 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 I didn't. No, 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 we're, we're a Paw Patrol family. <sighs> Is Scooter mouthing the word heroin again? <laughs> I'm saying Rockney. Oh, Rockney. Rockney. Yeah, yeah, I heard about it from, um, 
from a good friend of mine. His his kid watches Dinosaur Train. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, that's for weird kids. Dinosaur Only Train's cool. Cool kids watch Paw Patrol. No, Paw Patrol. With Chase. So, Marshall, um, Rocky. Animals. My number two. What's your number two? Uh, Patrick, I'm glad you asked because I actually have to check because I don't recall. Oh, my number two is actually from the extended universe. Um, and I think you might give me a little shit about this one. Uh, but my number two is Yoda. He is a Jim Henson creature and he's voiced by Frank Frank Oz. Oz. Yeah. So I really think he counts as that. And I like to imagine a wise Jedi who's also a weird little monster. And I much prefer the puppetier version. Oh yeah. yeah. Prequel doing backflips and shit. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it always meant something to me that you could be a great Jedi Master when you physically don't have the capability to swing around a lightsaber and do all that shit. That's a really interesting take. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, you're right. When they kind of made Yoda that he could, like, flip around. And, you know, it, he was just kind of this weird, like, space frog. That yeah, was kind of like, like he, was, he was nuts. He's I'm, been he's, alone he, for, like, a million yeah, years. Yeah, he was a crazy old man. Yeah, yeah. And I, I always appreciated the, you know, the, we're like, how does... Yoda use a lightsaber and like oh he just moves it with the force with his mind yeah. but the idea that he had such power he wouldn't need to use a lightsaber no no he wouldn't he but, wouldn't get, I mean, he he does, wouldn't get but, in the, you know yeah. yeah he wouldn't get in the fight to begin with right um but it not my Yoda no not my <laughs> no not my X-wing lifting living in a cave stealing cheese sticks from Luke Skywalker Yoda freaked out by droids like he's never seen them before oh yeah <laughs> that's true that's true Hanging out in a tree for some reason. I don't know. Dagobah is a weird place. But I, I like the idea of a, a wise, wise character uh, in the form of a creepy little pointy-eared gnome guy. Sure, yeah. No, Yoda's good pick. So you wish Yoda was real. Okay. And you wish that he, like, the old, decrepit puppet version of Yoda, like, after right. he's lost his mind, is real. That's yeah. what you want. Yeah, you, I want You wish crazy. Pinocchio on that. I wish Pinocchio on that. Because the to back, what end? To what end? <laughs> Great question. I'm glad you asked. So, um, if he could make whiny Luke Skywalker into a Jedi, he could make me into a Jedi. I don't think he did. I think it was that cave that made Luke Skywalker into a Jedi. The one where he finds himself in Darth Vader's helmet or whatever the fuck. I still don't know what that cave was about. You really don't? No, I really don't. I think it's pretty clear. Like, it's it's about midichlorians, clearly. But, (laughs) no, it was really that, like, you know, you were like, Jesus Christ. Um. So you wish Yoda, as a puppet, was real. And yeah. where do you think he would reside? What would he do in this world of ours? He would just be loose, doing what to what end? Well, he would like force pull planes out of the sky to teach who what lesson. Like, what do you think Yoda would do? I think Yoda would absolutely glom onto some young man who had potential. I really think he would. And he'd be like, that man would probably stop him to death in the street because he's a freaky little alien. So so, so then are you trying to drag midichlorians and the Force into our universe? So you think that he like midichlorians would have to come over too? Because how would Yoda find someone to... The, 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 how would he discern that they have potential? I feel like he'd feel the, the Force in the Force, man. So you think the Force exists within our universe inherently? Well, that the know, Force doesn't need to come out of Star Wars for Yoda to. Here's the thing: even without the Force, still not a deal breaker for Yoda, because that's a weird little dude I want to hang out with. That's that's fine. So I, at this point, I'm. <laughs> oh, thank you, Patrick. <laughs> that's I'm, I'm glad I'm, it's okay. <laughs> that, so at this point, I'm imagining your apartment now has the Swedish Chef, yeah. <laughs> the Worm from Labyrinth. 
uh, fucking Gonzo there and yep. Yoda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're yeah, all yeah. hanging out. Yeah, yeah, they're kicking it. And you think that structure would still be standing by sunup? I didn't realize I had to keep them all in my house. Well, like, I mean, Yoda I guess you don't, but you want... I imagine the, the end goal of this is for you to interact with these people. Or you just never want to see them. You just want to know they're out there. Well, and you want to, like, look at your phone and, like, up, oh, Gonzo fucking did a thing. Here's the thing. He evil can he out evil can evil can evil. You know what? Some of them that would be okay because I would happily he watch benevolent the Knievel'd. weirdly. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> you watch the... <laughs> I finally got to the point where I was like, "Well, oh, fuck you." <laughs> as far as I'm going on that train, um, <laughs> Jesus, look at the spikes. Um, so we're. I would be happy uh, just knowing most of these people exist in the world because, you know, Swedish chef pork, pork, pork would have like a decent YouTube cooking channel. That would be hilarious to watch. Okay. Um, so you I, never want to meet him. You just want him to have a YouTube channel. I just want cooks. to be able to watch that. Like, I think that would be great. Hmm. If okay. I can meet him, that's great. And if he wants to be my friend and chef, that's awesome, too. So if you're rich enough when to, I have to like, what? Wait, what? If you were rich enough to employ him as your personal chef. What kind of, like, how do you think that would play out? Well, you know, it would be weird having all the singing fruits and vegetables in my house and then not seeing them later after I eat a salad. Well, the singing vegetables would be puppets. Yeah. There'd be humans, like, underneath your counter, like, puppeting them. So, like... (laughs) You know what? It's getting better and better, Pat. Stop selling. (laughs) I'm sold. I'm in. All right. All right. You got me, salesman. Okay. (laughs) All right. Now I'm like, fuck yeah. I got friends. Sure. You guys want anything? Chef's making shit. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, no, I'm okay. I'm doing a little hand motion at Patrick. This is an audio medium. Yeah. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. I mean, like, you know. Pat, I, I want to turn this into tables, but I have a feeling you know exactly what's going to happen with all of yours. No, I don't. What do you mean? No, okay. Uh, oh, all the people I've been choosing? No. It doesn't matter. Like so, that's fine. You're no, wait, you're right. Yeah. So, do we take a break before we go to one? Yeah, we have to take another break. It's it's break time. It's totally break time. Cool. All right, we're going to break, and when we come back, we'll have your number one Jim Henson creature you wish was real. Yes. Can't imagine what Pat's is gonna be. Can't imagine. And welcome back to Top <laughs> God damn son of a bitch. Reach over to hit the record button. He's all up in my microphones. Running my show. Um Pat Pat, it's the it's some do you wanna do you wanna do you wanna So welcome back to Top Five. Uh, I am Taylor Metris and I am here Wait. with Pat Boyle, and we are about to count down our top one. Um So so far, uh it's been pretty good. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, uh, so I, I think I'm going to get right into it. My, uh, my number one, uh, Jim Henson character, mm-hmm. Jim Henson creature mm-hmm. that I wish Pinocchio on mm-hmm. would probably be Grover. <laughs> would probably be Grover. Yeah. It's no, good. it's Dr. Teeth. Okay. All right. <laughs> Dr. Teeth's awesome. Oh, he's, he's the leader of, uh, Dr. Teeth and Electric Mayhem. Yep, right. Which uh-huh. uh, all the previous uh, people are from. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. So, like, so th- th- there is an end game to this. So, I wish they all lived in real life. I wish they were all here. 
and uh, the, I can go see them. Go yeah. see them live. I think they'd be great. Uh, you know what? Before we get on that full concept, I want to hear more about Dr. Teeth. Dr. So, Teeth himself? Yeah, Dr. Teeth himself. So what what makes him the number one out of the band for you? Because I think most people would pick Animal. No, no, no. See, um, Dr. Teeth, he's kind of the heart and soul. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's got that gold tooth. Yep. It's on the drum. He's cut. got a lot of personality. A lot of personality. Yeah. I always thought of him as kind of like a Dr. Dog, like Frank Zappa. Yeah. You know, like uh, a George Clinton. Yeah, like a George Clinton. Yeah, just like a really bombastic '70s front man. Yeah, like that's what I always thought. Like, I feel like uh, Electric Mayhem is uh, is close to um, Parliament Funkadelic as we're going to get in the Muppet world, and I would love to see the two of them play a show together. I'd love to see them go on tour together. I would love to see them survive a tour together. I would like to see Doctor Teeth and Electric Mayhem open up for Frank Zappa. Sure, I think that'd just be a great show. Yeah, it'd be wild. It would be. I mean, they are kind of like the flaming lips of their generation as yeah. far as Muppets go. Okay. I thought they were more like um, Parliament Funkadelic. Yeah. No, no, no. I thought you... that like... <laughs> they're like they're like a 70s house band is really what they're like. They're like a... Um, they're like the house band for the Muppet Show. They're like the family dog. <laughs> they are the house band for the Muppet Show. But I mean, like, they're, they're a parody... God damn it. They're a parody <laughs> of what, like, a wacky 70s house band would be. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, even if you look back at, like, the Carson show, the band are full of weirdos, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like, uh, you know, a, a spoof off of that. I feel like you'd see Zoot in, uh, like, was it like Conan's band? I could see Zoot in Conan's band. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, with uh, La Bamba and, uh, the, and Jimmy Vivino and the Late Night Band, I think is what they're called now. Yeah. Or Jimmy Vivino and the Basic Campbell Band. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could definitely see him in there. I could actually see him, like... At playing with um, a non-Muppet character, like, uh, as a gag, like a Paula Abdul and MC Scat Cat. But, like, when the, you know, the big saxophone solo comes out in the music video, he'd, like, slide in there, and it's all so coming it's like from him. So it's, like, real Bruce Springsteen, but then we just bring in Zoot. Yeah, but Zoot would come. I mean, Clarence Zoot's is probably dead. my number one. I did this list wrong. Yeah. I like I, Zoot. Um, I like Zoot a lot. If you had put Dr. Teeth at number two, I would be like, wait, does he actually have another number one? They'd be like, oh, wait, nope, more members of the band. I know. I spent all day trying to figure out how to put this list so you wouldn't figure it out. Yeah. I memed on you. you I came on your podcast and I memed. You sure did, pal. Yeah. Is that one of those newfangled millennial things? No. Uh, I was like, I was like, I wish, I wish the Doctor Teeth band was real. That's that's the Muppets that I wish was real. Well, I'm glad after 40 minutes we figured out that you really wish that. You know what? I do too. Yeah. I do too. I share in that dream. I used to look like Sam the Eagle. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, Scooter's holding it up over there. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to turn around. Don't. But if you want to send me that uh, Scooty Puff Jr., that would be super duper. I'll put it on the Instagram page. Don't show Don't it to him. Don't show it, it to me. Him. Send it to me. Via email. Let me just scan that with my eyeballs. Pod, top 5 podcast at gmail.com. What's your, what's your email? Uh, Top5Taylor at gmail.com. Or you can text it to me because we're friends. Or you can put it on Instagram and tag at top5 underscore podcast. You let people text you? Yeah, him. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were going to give your phone number out on the podcast. Me? I was like, oh, like I, I thought you're like your listeners are your friends and they can all text you. No, that, I'm like, that's fucking wild. No, that guy can text me because he was my locker partner in the seventh grade. <laughs> that guy's cool to text me. That's fucking wild. Yeah, weird, right? We're 30. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah, all right. So, I mean, Dr. Teeth is awesome. <laughs> 
I don't know. Did I you like see the big mouth? He yeah, reminds me of like a Steven Tyler with that huge mouth. Maybe that's what they were going for. I don't know. I don't know. I um. Yeah. I have a number one too. Sure. What's yours? I don't even want to do it anymore. <laughs> Sure. What's yours? You know what, you yeah. know what my number one is? Yeah. My number one is Ludo from uh, Labyrinth. Uh, he's the, the dog? Uh, he's the big furry guy. He says, Ludo shed, and he likes rocks, and he can control the rocks. Uh, he's the uh, Chewbacca of the Labyrinth team. I'm going to pull up Ludo here. And See, you said Ludo, him. and I thought about the Lido shuffle. I don't know what that and, is. And, like, you don't know the Lido shuffle? No. Boss Gags? Oh, I don't care for boss gags. I wish the Ludo shuffle was a thing. There you go. This Ludo. I wish there's the, a I band wish, called Ludo. I I wish that Doctor Teeth and Electric Mayhem mm-hmm. covered the Ludo shuffle, but made it Ludo shuffle mm-hmm. starring Ludo from um, Labyrinth. Yeah, that's Ludo. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah. You know. He like summons rocks. He's yeah, a he summons rocks. Answer? Uh, it was a rock. Terra Mancer? No. Is that cheese? What? What's a what's a rock summoner called? Lithomancer. It's a Lithomancer. I believe so. Look why it wouldn't it, why wouldn't it be like a like something involving Earth in Latin? Mm-hmm. A rockomancer. He's a rock bender. I don't know. I didn't watch that show. Lido Shuffle. Can that be your new intro song? What? No. It's gonna be the intro song of my podcast. I really don't care for Boss. I've seen Boss. You're wrong. Gags. I got a Boss Skaggs tape over there. I'm gonna put it on when this is over. Oh man, you're really really trying to hurt me today, huh? Oh yeah. We can't get out of this van. You know that, right? <laughs> no, no. We're gonna live in here forever. Well, thank God I brought my tapes with me. <sighs> Well, Patrick, since we're now at this point, um, we've got plenty of time left. Uh, is there anything you want to do? Yeah, I'm going to go through my real top five. Oh, great. Okay. <laughs> so, get, uh, no, you know what? Yeah, let's just. Yeah, yeah we're just going to start the podcast over. Uh, in no particular order. I'm going right. to say, I like, uh, I'm going to say probably Grover's number five. All right. Grover's just... awesome. There was a, a book about Grover um, called uh, The Monster at the End of This Book. <gasps> I remember that. You book. know that book? Oh, it's fucking awesome. the books I've ever read. Yeah, apparently it's a modern classic for children's literature. Really? Um, yeah, I know, right? My nephew like has it. Yeah, it's a great fucking book. So, like, the whole premise of the book, if you don't know it, is that, like, Grover um, is... large. What the fuck? Um, so, Grover uh, is basically trying to, like, warn you to not, like, keep flipping pages and keep reading this book, because you right. get to the end, and um, there's going to be a monster at the end of the book. Mm-hmm. And, like, it starts off, he's kind of like, yeah, it's funny. Like, you keep turning pages, keep reading, that's great. And then by the end, he's, like, flipping out. He's like, fucking stop. Like, don't yeah, do it. Like, he's, like, putting chains on the book page and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you just keep breaking them. And then, like, you get to the end, he's like, it's me. I'm the monster. I'm the monster, yeah. And I think that really symbolizes that the monster is within all of us. That the monster is your friend and also you. No, I just think Grover is, like, <laughs> I think that Grover is uh, just nuts. <laughs> I've never been no butted so many times on a podcast. He's just nuts. <laughs> nah, I don't think that's it. I've been yeah, yes ending for guy. too long, and I'm just like, nah. But fuck book, like, nah, fuck him. Yeah, nah, maybe. fuck him. <laughs> that's very, that's very, uh, very wise, very astute. Yeah, the monster is in with all of us, and. You know, no, everywhere no, you are, no, you are there. No, you know, it, you can't escape the monster. The monster is always going to be there at the end of your book. At the end of the day, when you go to lie down, yeah, it's just you and the end of that you, book. And you are the monster. Yeah, and that's what you have to live with. And that's just Grover trying to stop you from getting there. It's beautiful, man. He's a saint. You know who sucks? Mm. Telly. Oh, I think Telly monster sucks. Telly sucks. Telly disappeared for a few years and he came back. I was like, oh fuck, this guy. Yeah. Um. So Grover's good. 
Uh, the count's good. I like the count. Uh, I like the count. Uh, uh. Count was almost on my list, but I was like, I don't have anything to say about the count. No, I mean, he's just, he's, I like his aesthetic. He's uh, just cool. Yeah, he's spooky. He's Halloween all year. Do you know yeah. why he counts? Why? Uh, because uh, traditionally vampires have OCD and have an obsession with counting things. So Do they really? Eastern Europeans would throw like uh, like a handful of rice or grain on their oh, doorstep man. if they were expecting a vampire. The vampire would have to sit there and count all of them before he could you know, eat people, and then he would burn to death in the sun because it would take him all night to count all the little grains of... See, this is cool. Yeah, and that's why the Count counts, and that's why he's a vampire. Oh, wow. That and he's the Count. Yeah, that's really awesome. Yeah, isn't that weird? This podcast got good. Yeah, that's 40 some, minutes in. That's some weird occult shit that was in your childhood and you didn't even know. Yeah, I like that. Um, So that's two. Three, I would probably say... Uh, I don't know, something from dinosaurs. I like... um. <laughs> I don't know. I like um. I don't, I don't like the baby. The baby no, is too the overrated. The baby is like Telly of dinosaurs. The baby is like the Roy's catchphrase machine. No, Roy kind of sucks. Um, I think I mean Earl's fine. I like the boss who's like the no, size best of the trailer he's in. Yeah, BP Richfield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I think the best character in the in dinosaurs is uh, Ethel, the grandma. The grandma. She's awesome. That's a good character. Yeah. That's you know what that's fun because she's like grandma shaped but still a dinosaur. Oh yeah 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 yeah. yeah. Like if they were like she's got big sagging boobs, I'd be like yeah I bet I could see that. That yeah. makes sense. But yeah, it just looks like everyone's grandma, but also he's not shaking his head. Shaking his head me. You don't want to hear about Ethel's? I don't know. Big sagging. I will read your Ethel Gonzo crossfit. <laughs> yeah, later. my my slash fic, yeah. yeah, that's coming out this week to top five press. That's right, we make books now. Patrick, did I tell you that I got paid recently to write pornography for someone? Jesus Christ. I made a hundred dollars. Um, and I gotta tell you, it was the weirdest hundred dollars I've ever made. I was like, he's like, I want ten pages about this disgusting subject. And I went fifty up front, thinking there's no way. And right. then right into Venmo, fifty bucks comes. And I'm like And that's where you got all the material to talk about Gonzo tonight. Yeah, yeah. It was all about chicken fucking. No, it was no, I'm not gonna talk about it on this, but yeah, no. it was it was it was gross, and I feel gross about uh, about doing it because it was it was very misogynistic, and I was like, I don't I don't want this to be a thing, but I'm also like, I don't know, you want to jerk off to this, jerk off to this. How's the Muppet episode going? <laughs> I don't know. So yeah, those are um, I don't know. How about you? Like, what's your reverse five? Oh, if I'm gonna do reverse five, what five? What what, what would that be? Is that people you wish were Muppets? Or Muppets you never want to see as people. Ooh, I want to do people you wish were Muppets. Okay. I want Burt Reynolds. Okay. Um, and then... <laughs> and I, Boogie Nights. And Boogie Nights, specifically. <laughs> um, I, ooh, I want to be a Muppet. I want Taylor Swift to be a Muppet. Um, okay. Yeah, well, she, now she's going to be a cat in the Cats movie. What? Yeah, oh, yeah. It's real creepy. It's real creepy. I wish Ozzy was a Muppet. Ooh, I'd love to have an Ozzy Muppet. Yeah. He could oh. hang out with uh with Uncle Dastardly or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The spooky. Is that the one that like bombs everything? Uh no. It's he's the one, um he's like a weird little dragon and he's super spooky. Okay. He's like a horror themed Muppet. Uh Pepe the Shrimp, that'd be probably my number three. I don't know what that is. Uh you don't know Pepe the Shrimp? No. Pepe Shrimp's awesome. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's like a little he's like a little prawn. He hangs yeah, yeah. out with Rizzo. Like a shrimp. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I like that guy. Uh, I also like Oscar. 
Yeah. yeah. I would just once want to see Oscar the Grouch just go, motherfucker. <laughs> He's got, like, the perfect mouth for it. Just, motherfucker. <laughs> bitch, I live in a trash can. Yeah. Yep. So that's, you know, number one, I don't know, we'll just say, like, Kermit. Yeah. Kermit's fine. I wish Kermit was real. Kermit's a friend. Yeah. If you had, if you had any from the extended universe other than Muppets that you could think of? Well, I mean, if you're bringing Star Wars in the mix, I don't know, like Sarlacc, because fuck yeah. it. Yeah, why not? Yeah, those, I wouldn't those mind. exist. I wouldn't those mind exist have... out in the wild. Oh, I'm sure they're there. South America. Yeah. They got those warnings. You get them on your phone. Sarlacc pit, yeah, the it's... I-90, don't drive. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I feel like... Chewbacca. I wish Chewbacca Chewy. was real. I wish Chewbacca's. I wish, I wish Wookiees were real. Let's say that. Y- you know, I don't buy into the whole going to Disney World shit, but then when they're like, listen a life-size fully animated Chewbacca is gonna walk around make Chewbacca noise at you and give you a hug I was like fuck that could really fill a void in my soul I wish Chewbacca was real because then Life Day would be real if Wookiees were real that's true we could be, celebrate Life Day together holidays, yeah. with Han Solo murdering people right on Chewie's front porch just to get home in time for Christmas have you seen the Star Wars Christmas special yeah it's madness oh yeah it's nuts like <laughs> I wish that like Dr. Teeth was in it too I wish I wish Doctor Teeth was he real. He wouldn't have made the, it any weirder. Yeah, it no. would have been you know if they had taken out up. the twelve armed cooking show that went on forever and threw in Doctor Teeth who at least speaks English like that would be great. Mm-hmm. Instead of just Wookiee noises for forty minutes. Yeah, and and Han Solo real high being like, yeah, we gotta get back to you. I don't know what the plan is here, you big furry animal. Man, I didn't I, like this. Uh, this kind of went off the rails at the end, but I thought that. Uh, I was like, either this is going to go great or this is going to go awful. I can tell you, we burned through those uh, those fucking five. We I know. Well, right I, I didn't do any research. Yeah, I, I know. started. I got my answer and then worked backwards. I was five. like, I want Dr. Teeth to be real. And then I spent all day not coming up with reasons why. Patrick, can I tell you? <laughs> Patrick, can I tell you you're number one in my top five guests coming in to derail the show? You're oh, definitely yeah. the number one. I'm going to bring the show down with me. Not only did you come in with smooth hosting things, but when you were not hosting, you didn't have anything to talk about. And I really appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, that was really it. Not only the... My goal was you, to meme on you and out-host you. You hosted and the shit out of the show, <laughs> and then when you weren't the host, you were a terrible guest. <laughs> What was the plan? So, I, I don't know. What are you doing tomorrow? I'll come back and do a real episode. I'll think of something. and We'll just do an actual episode. Three in the afternoon. All right. I'm out at 530. Let's figure something out. We'll get it together. Well, guys, that's top five for the week. <laughs> I hope you uh, enjoyed coming by, getting memed on. Someone's got to enjoy this. Uh, Pat, is there anything you want to plug? Anything um, upcoming for you? Anything you'd like to, no. to tell the people about? I don't know. No, I draw comics, but... I haven't done that in a while. No, I do lots out. of stuff. I um, I don't know. Check out like Mellow Out. Yeah, That's yeah. a comic I do. I very much recommend Mellow Out. Yeah. That was in a band called uh, Patty Bike Rack. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Where can, can they find that? On Bandcamp. Bandcamp? Just Patty Bike Rack. One word, like a rack. You put bikes on, on your car. And then mm-hmm. Patty, like a like an Irish guy. Yeah. And, uh, With two T's. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yep. So that's... <laughs> oh, yeah. With T's. Yeah. Uh, uh, this... Yeah, I got nothing else to plug. All right. No problem. Well, hey, you know, don't forget to... I'm going to uh, start plugging things I like. I'm like, oh, I'll watch these TV do you want, shows. Do you have any advice you want to give the listener? Um, 
Don't live like me. Buy bolt cutters and don't live like me. All right, that's fair. All right, so that's top five for the week. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and follow us at top five underscore podcast. That's top the number five underscore podcast on both Twitter and Instagram. We're on Facebook, too, if you're really into that. But who wants to hang out where Grandma is? Uh, I'm your host, Taylor Mitras, and you guys have a week. You didn't put your phone number up for them to text you. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not gonna. (laughs) I get enough weird emails. That's cool. I didn't realize, I haven't checked that email in forever, and uh, I finally opened it up, and we had a lot of really intelligent questions for for things. So did you ever do a mailbag? We do a mailbag on the other show. Oh. Um, But uh, we just started, because I literally didn't check it, and then the rest of it was the worst things anyone's ever said to me. That's cool. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see you guys next week. Yep, don't forget to like and subscribe. That's right, bitches. you there